inspired by poetry. Let's give it some lip. Ta-da! Oh, well, welcome back to another podcast with me, Jenna, and TB. I am happy to be here as always. <laughs> it's so right. great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, today we're going to be looking at poetry. Pretty, We're going to get personal. We're going to look at our poetry. And we're going to talk about poetry as a means of navigating big emotions, yeah. big feelings. I think that's good. And I think in a, in a post-COVID environment, to think of you know, um, poetry is more therapeutic mm. is I always think of it as, you know, the, the big question, but sometimes it's just a thing that you need to, you know, that's that, that, that chicken soup for the soul that's kind right. of feeling like, and, and I think that if more people looked at it, I, I have poems that I read every morning. Yeah. Right. That just gets me ready to go out my yeah. front door. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it's good. So I think that poetry can motivate be you, it motivates you, get you ready me. for the day. It, yeah. it, it gets me to, it changes the mindset mm. of how I see things. Um, and when I get into my poem, I'll talk a bit more about that. But it also takes you through periods where, you know, it's soul destroying and you, mm. you need something. You, you need to hold on to, to, hold on to. Mm. You, you need something. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because in today's world, it's so easy to, the first thing you do, pick up your phone and start scrolling through yeah. news and things that are heavy and negative. Yeah. And that would set the tone for your day. Yeah. So I love that you start with reading poems that motivate you, yeah. that give you that different type of mindset so you can go into this world that does have ugliness, that does have pain, and you can see beauty yeah. even beyond it, transcend it. And, and the power of doing the, of the poetry is you can set the narrative, right? That's right. The poems you read set the narrative for how that's going to end because you know what it is. Yeah. So like you say, when you scroll through the news, it takes you to places you probably don't want to go, yeah. right? And for no reason. Mm. Like you don't even know why you're there. There's no beneficial reason. There's no benefit. Yeah. There's, there's none other than I've got two minutes to waste and I'm going to do that. Yeah. Whereas... Poetry for me is deliberate. Yep. You know, the voice of a poet, the narrative is something I learn from and I see meaning in every word and every line. Mm. And that for me gives a purpose. Like I can I can have my own personal discourse yeah. with a poem. Oh, do I see it that way today or has I have I changed? Right. So it has this this intoxicating thing about it that makes me wanting more, wanting to understand more what was intended. That's right. That's right. Um I teach creative writing here yeah. at the University of Sunshine Coast, and I always tell my students, everything is narrative. Yeah. When you look in the mirror, you're creating a narrative yeah. of how you're seeing yourself, how you feel about yourself, and that will dictate the way your rest of your day will go. And, and exactly that same idea. Yeah. Like if, you, if we continually consume things that are of benefit, that are of value, that have purpose, that have truth, yeah. It's going to impact the rest of, of your life. Of your life. <laughs> of your life. That's very true. And, and I think what's a missed possibility, I know people are trialing it, but it, it could be more therapeutic than, than it actually is, is you have art therapy. But mm. I think poetry is one of the most, for me that is, it's That's the right. most therapeutic thing. Mm. I can be left alone with it and left alone with my thoughts and get to a better place. And the one thing I've learned uh, through poetry 
is that I can curate the ending. Yeah, yeah. Right? There you and go. How I see the line. That's right. I can curate the ending. You put the you I put, put the bow on I it. You the tie meaning. the strings exactly. into it. Yeah. Exactly. It. So you're never I'm never left not knowing. I'm always left with a conclusion of how I see things. Yeah. And like I can that. create that. So so for me it's it's great. I, I wish more people would read poetry or write poetry and, yeah. and, and continue to add to that body of work because it's yes. so important. It is so important. Yeah. And the, you don't, I, there's something about, maybe it's the special use of language or the form itself, but you can tap in to emotions and feelings in a, in a more raw way yeah. in poetry yeah. than you can even in talking to your best friend. It's, and do you know what? It's it's confined, right? It's mm. like, it's limited. Yes. <laughs> the thing I like about poetry is that you don't get to mourn forever, <laughs> that's right? right? That's right. You've got to come. It's like the stage of grief. You get there. That's right. Like, <laughs> you know, you have to get through the process. So it doesn't belabor mm. for on and on and on but it lets you engage more meaningful every step of the way. That's right. right? So that that's a beauty right. in it. It is. That is a beauty. And you just mentioned grief. Yeah. So um, I'm going to talk about an elegy. Yeah. So the elegy is a poem that both mourns a loss but celebrates maybe the experience or the lesson that was uh, had you had yeah. within that uh, before the loss and then finds a path out of it. And um, so when I teach the poetry class, I teach the elegy and I let the students know, don't do anything that's too raw. Yeah. That you're not ready to, to investigate in this way because it does bring up some things. But um, last year, it um, was a year after my father's passing. Yeah. And uh, I wrote this one in class with my students. And th I thought, I'll share it with you because um, this week will mark two years. And so... It, it's it's still raw. Like there's no um, time limit on grief. Yeah. You know, and never know the thing that's going to trigger a memory. Yeah. And you have in that memory this kind of um, dual pain and joy. Yeah. Because you had the memory, but you f you feel that loss again. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is one that I was trying to show them the three different stages: the the loss the lesson and then the um, healing yep. that can happen. So this is how it goes. It's called Another Day. The cockatiel calls within its canopied bed, heralding the close of another day. The dusky hues of evening's passing cast a mournful shadow on the sill of my soul, another day missing you. I heed well those lessons that you taught, how kindness first can mitigate conflict, how everyone suffers differently, how anything worth doing is worth doing well. How you may be the only joy another person experiences in their harrowing day, another day imitating you. I awake to the laughter of the kookaburra, humorless humor confronted with nature's truth that death is the incessant reality of life. Yet a death mourned means a life well lived, a life of impact, a life of substance, a life that continues in those you love, another day remembering you. Wow. Your dad would have been proud. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and, and I love, he was a wordsmith yeah, himself. So. But, I, but I love the the canvas that you've placed it on, right? And the mm -hmm. descriptors that you've used throughout. It's not just talking about the grief, but the memories mm -hmm. are captured. They're like photographs, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to 
what, looking through an album yeah. of the time that you spent together. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's a real way to celebrate those moments by capturing those things. That's good. And I, I liked what I, when I put it together, I liked that it ends at the close of a day, yeah. but it begins with a new awakening. A new awakening. And, and that's a cycle of life, exactly. right? It's, yeah, so the the renewal at the end, I think, is beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, really, really good. But no but it does, it does show how, by putting your emotions into it, you can heal your yeah, soul at exactly. the same time. It's, yeah. it's a comforting thing. Because it, I wasn't crying at the end. I was celebrating. That's right. There's a smile. There's a smile. Yeah. There's a smile. Yeah. And and remembering all of those moments, but yet the day starts anew, right? It starts right? anew. It starts anew. Yep. It's it really continues. Good. And it continues. And it continues. You know? and, and yeah. Like I said, though, there's there'll be those times where something will remind you of that yeah. missing but the remembrance holds with it the power and the beauty that you had that time together. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm. So we're we're all at the stage in like I'm at that stage in life where my parents have passed away and I wrote this during that period. I took a different approach to it mm. and I'll explain a little bit, but I I have this my philosophy in life is you never take anything into your future that's not good for you, mm. right? So you have to know what to let go of, you need to know what to leave behind, and what to move forward with. Mm. So out of every moment or event that happens in my life, I think about what I can get from that in terms of a life's lesson and what I need to move forward with and what I need to leave behind. Not forgetting it, but mm. sort of archiving it, if that's, yeah, if that's a good you. way to use it. So my mother passed away in uh, 2000, so 20, maybe 2020 mm. is when, I think December 2020. Um, 89 years old, yep. great rich life. Um, and the, the one thing I wanted to leave with is the possibility. So I took a different approach than you did, but I can relate it back to the mm. same time and what I was feeling. So this one's called possibilities. Nice. So the thing I learned more is, so if only I knew with certainty tomorrow the sun would smile, I could look forward to the warmth away from this, my longest mile. I could be inspired by a spring morning filled with the possibilities of a vast open space, live in hope that I could disrobe from the shroud that keeps me in this place. I could visit for the first time, nesting boundless consequence, where I may ponder the possibilities of dreams and discover true magnificence. For I know that what confines me in the mindset of fear I must expel in yonder to engage the enemy spear. One day I will wake up smiling and no one will know that inner peace has come to age, having found the room to grow, helped me unlock the possibilities that I have coveted all my life. Time discovered paradise free from the chains of strife. For life does not guarantee what I'm not willing to find myself. It only gives me the possibilities which is all that remains on my shelf. Ooh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's really good. I yeah. love the progression of it. Um, you can see the longest mile in the shroud at the beginning, Yeah. that there is something that is weighing heavy. Yeah. And then as it goes through, you see this lightning that's yeah. happening. Mm. The hope comes in. I think yeah. it's even mentioned in the poem. Yeah. And then we see this. It's, it's almost like a curtain yeah. being Opened. opened and yeah. revealed yeah. this this possibility, yeah. this future, this dream. 
Yeah. And, and, and in that moment, similar to you, you're, you're, you're missing a loved one. And you could think of the grief mm. or all of those things. But what my mother gave me was the possibilities of a future, right? Yeah, that's to, right. To have been on the, the planet for 89 years and to have done some good on the planet. Mm. But we've got to keep ourselves in that positive mindset. And what I didn't want to do is is to shroud myself in the grave. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, there is a lot happening. It's 2020. Everybody knows what happens in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And then the passing of a loved one. And I couldn't fly to see my, my yeah. mom for, uh, I couldn't fly to the funeral, you know, and yeah. I, and I just thought, yeah, it's hard. It's, it was hard. It yeah. was hard, but it was a decision I made that how from that the Phoenix flies. Right. Yeah, right. And, and, and that's what I, I needed to do. So for me, the, the idea of the possibility, and I use this now is anytime there is something in my life that is weighing me down i use this as a way to remind myself yeah great that there's, the future, a, there's, a, future, there's a future there's a future there's the, the renewal the renewal yeah. comes at the end that's right yeah. that's right yeah. and and that's so that's that's still elegiac yeah it is so if you, is. if you if you look at it the first half has that kind of almost the like sadness. with the shroud and the yeah. longest smile there's the heaviness of it yeah. then there's this moment in the middle where it's remembering yeah. the future, the, the possibilities, possibilities, and then at the end, it's the it's a, um, kind of the the grasping yeah. of that. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and that's why I thought it would it would match yours. Yeah, um, very nicely. A little because even though it wasn't my intent when I wrote it, it, it certainly has taken that form. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and and that's what I think that's so beautiful about poetry, right? Agreed. It it's so therapeutic. That's right. Like when I think of my mother, I think of this. Nice. That's when I so think of my great. mother, it's all the possibilities yep. that she made available to me. And so I had to shift the way I thought about her life and the cycle of life and death and just think of the possibilities and understanding that I had to take control. That's right. Right. Yeah. The, the, the curtains only open if I open them. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, you can get swallowed by can. grief so easily. You can. Like and to where that is what you see the world through. Yeah. yeah. Instead, like I, I think about grief and I know everyone's different, but I think about grief as like it's my new paradigm yeah. that I sit with. Yeah. But it's not in front of me. It's kind yeah. of beside or yeah. within or it's just and sometimes it's it's more prominent than yeah. others. And other times, yeah. you know, you just yeah enjoy the, the, the possibilities, yeah. as you said, enjoy the futures that yeah. are that are being presented. And, and for, that's, you know, sort of the emergence of this is like the, the pavement. I, I see the parallel to the pavement. You can, if you're distracted by the pavement, then you don't enjoy the walk, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the grief is like the pavement. It's, yep. it's there. It's, it's mm. part of the journey that we're on. But I'm still going to enjoy the walk. That's lovely. Right? That's a great analogy. Um, so... As That's a bushwalker who's always yeah, yeah. looking for roots on the ground. <laughs> and a woman who rarely walks but needs to walk more. Uh, but, yeah, but I always see it as the pavement along yeah. that, yeah, they're going to be, you know, uneven surfaces. The, mm. You know, they're going to be all of these things. Mm. It's too hot. It's not comfortable. But enjoy the walk and think of what comes out at the other end, right. what you see at the other end. Uh, the possibilities. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing your poem. Really, really enjoy it. And I really enjoy talking to you about yeah. poetry. 
Me too. Like, I have to tell, you know, this makes my week. It's so (laughs) good, isn't it? It makes my, I look forward to this because it makes my week. And I really do hope that what we're doing and what we're sharing is touching someone, you know, it's touching someone in a meaningful way because like I live with this. This is this is my morning ritual. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I really hope so. Jenna, yours touched me in a in a meaningful way too because the sharing and the the rawness I think of sharing the love that you have for whether it's your parent or another person and the opening up of that mm. is it's it's a real real blessing to us who get to listen to it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's it's, great. it's the sharing of the relationship. So thank you. And it's all about it's all about the words yeah. and the, the power of them, the way you put them together, like yours as well. There was one where you had, I think, an alliteration of the P sound yep, and it yep. just, that very um, kind of open P, yeah. which is like. Yeah, and I try to do that often, by the way. It's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I try to do that often. Yeah, yeah. And it has that hope attached yeah. to it because yeah. P is, it's, yeah. it's playful yeah. in a way, yeah. you know? And so it lifts it, it lifted it from that heaviness that yeah. we, we heard at the beginning. Yeah. Try to make it a bit musical. As That's, we go good. Yeah. That's good. That's so, good. Excellent. Well, I think we're going to be bringing in some guests, some guest poets as well. So we'll get to hear uh, other poetic processes and, and inspirations. And I just, I, I just find this fulfilling. Yeah. I look yep. forward to it. Yeah, me too. I look forward to opening it. I mean, it's it's a process that different people use, uh, but the sharing of it is so meaningful. That's right. Um, so let's all be inspired by poetry. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you again for joining us. Um, and I hope that you got something out of this and, and that maybe you yourself try a little bit of poetry. Yes. Agreed. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah, have a good day. Bye.